Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 498, recording live on Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm another one, Adriel. Hello. And, and, uh, <laughs> and we have a dog, we have a dog co-host as well. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Yours are fighting. Mine are just like just like looking all sad, just like staring off into the distance. Oh, you should get another one because you know what happens no. when you get two. <laughs> I don't need uh, more hair. Okay. We will get into this so, weekend guns. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say, well, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna go and separate the two. So okay. I'm gonna start us off, so I'll give you time to sort it out. <laughs> Uh, not, I was, I was moving on the weekend, so I didn't do any actual like live shooting or even dry fire or anything like that. I I moved a bunch of my stuff. I could tell you that. Uh, the only other thing is, um, I registered for an ORP, ORPS match at Stittsville. Uh, that'll be this coming weekend on Sunday. I also registered for that, uh, Rimfire Academy. Uh, that I had mentioned oh. on a previous show. So that's going to be uh, in April, late in April. I think it was the 22nd or 23rd. And it will be at a, uh, the Avonmore Quarry in Ontario, which is not, it's about 50-ish minutes from me. So it's a pretty nice close location. And then the next, so I signed up for that. And I think it's like 12 shooters. And it's really nice because um, the uh, it's sponsored. So the fee was $0. That was wonderful. <laughs> um, and then the next day, they're actually having a CRPS match at that same location. So that'll be on the Sunday. And it looks like it's going to be up to, they have posted up to 300 yards. So I guess the quarry has lots of uh, shooting distance. Uh, so that should be interesting. Uh, and then because I'm starting to shoot more of these matches, I, I wanted to order uh, more ammo, obviously. And the one I had the one I was using and the one I have my dope info on and I was happy with is the SK long range match. Mm. And unfortunately uh, the only places I find it the, with the price and the shipping and everything, it just ends up being way too much. So then I was looking at the info on the, on the SK standard plus, and yes, it's, it looks like it's a lesser ammo. And when I tested it, it, it was pretty good too, uh, but I found a good deal on it and I ordered a, whack load of it so uh then once i'm done with the the long range once i use it for a few matches and stuff i'll uh i'll transition over to that so um that's really it for me i don't have any ipsic matches coming up uh it's going to be another couple weeks before the next one is but I'm, now that i'm now that i'm moved i'm going to set up my uh my dry fire equipment again and uh, and get at it so 
That's it. How about you, Kelly? I've had an okay week. So on Tuesday night we had, which was yesterday, funny how my week's running together. We had a season two episode 15 of She Shoots. It was Guns of the Golden West. We had uh, a couple of people on that were dressed up in regalia or they, as they like to call it, kit. And uh, they talked about how they will go places and do re- reenactments. It's really, really cool. They, they, you really need to listen to the episode. So it's kind of like theater meets sass meets um, LARPing. I guess. LARPing. Yeah. LARPing. Okay. So it was, they were really cool uh, guests. Um, we also actually had the um, QCIF, uh president on so that we could do a draw. We did a draw for a Seiko S20, which is part of the International Women's Day giveaway. So Joe, who's going to be my new best friend, he won the Seiko S20 yesterday so congratulations to him and what else did i do oh on the weekend i went to stitzville stitzville range got to see some really cool people that i haven't seen in a while including rick uh Kedebeck. uh they were running the crps and uh the um x22 race guns at stitzville and not only that on the very next range over was the cusif ladies day with respect to the International Women's Day. So I give a huge shout out to uh, Carlton University Trap and Skeet Club because they were the ones that were hosting it at the range. I, along with a few other people, went out. We had almost 40 women show up and it was a little cool in the morning, but everybody was in good spirits. They got to shoot a lot of guns. Whoever says that university students can't afford guns, well, they didn't see the guns that were on the firing line because apparently they do. Mm-hmm. And they were all very nice guns and nice. we had a good time. Yeah. Jen uh, G, Jen Gabba, uh, who represents the CS AAA. She was there with me as well as Ashley, one of, I think she's actually the March Gunny Girl. She was there as well on the line. So I want to give them a huge shout out because they made everything really fun. And as I said, I got to see a whole bunch of different people that I normally see through Maple Seed or CRPS or all of the ranges that I do go to. So I was able to give them all a big hug and everything. So it was good. Uh, what else am I doing? Oh, on Monday night, I did uh, the Maple Seed instructor uh, call. It was the first one since last year. So uh yeah it was lots of fun to see some people i haven't seen in a couple Do you of have months. new people on the team this year oh yeah yeah it was kind of so. funny because like we were all sitting on the call and there was no <laughs> one there <laughs> it was there just was, the shoot bosses <laughs> there was five shoot bosses and we're all going why are we the only ones here i guess you know and then there was a whole group of people in another call it's like called <laughs> it's called they were given the wrong link oh they it, went to the wrong room uh that's uh, correct. So it was uh, good that Adriel figured it out and people were saying, hey, nobody's here. <laughs> uh, so we did have that. Um, it was good. It was just a chance to just say hi to everybody and introduce some of the new instructors as well. Um, again, I'm going to that pheasant hunt with Kelly and a whole bunch of friends. I guess there's lots of ladies that are signed up. That's gonna be It's going to be happening on the 26th. Well, we're going to go with our friend Matt from the uh, trap and skeet club and he's going to be bringing his three dogs it's going to be a ton of fun 
I still need to go and get my um, my small game license, but I should be doing that this week. Or I could do it online, I guess, and just use my credit card. And that's about it for me. What about you, Adriel? Uh, yeah, did that Maple Seed IAT meeting. That was great. Lots of uh, lots of people taking up the cause this year, which is great yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. I went to the range last weekend, and I didn't even shoot. I didn't even bring any guns. I just what? went to the range. You went yeah. to a range and you didn't shoot? Mm -hmm. How does that mm -hmm. happen? Uh, start of the year meeting to... <laughs> uh yeah, okay. I was at the Sherwood Park range just uh, talking to them about uh, Maple Seed and making sure that the event days are all good to go and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that's all good. Uh, and then in my other range, Chaz, I just today posted the uh, Maple Seed links for the year. So people are already registering for those events. So those are going to be coming up in, I don't know, when the snow melts, something like that. Okay. When is When is it melting? Ah, uh, no, no promises or any on anything. Okay. Uh, maybe soon. Maybe, maybe Hopefully. it'll maybe snow again in, in May. Who knows? You know, okay. anything's possible. But uh, yeah, booking maple seeds is, is where I'm at. So um, just today, booking one for Cananaskis as well, which should be neat. I haven't done that range before. I've done the just before them at uh, uh, BTSA. BTSA. Yeah, but Cananaskis yeah. is just a little bit, a little bit further in there. Yeah. Um, have, we, have we been to that range for some reason i feel like i've been to that range i don't think so no no i haven't because uh i didn't see anything in the facebook i didn't uh yeah and this was uh brand new they actually emailed us late last year hmm. um just over the winter there and asked about uh, setting up an event and i was like oh i've been down there yeah let's do it so let me know when you're doing that july 15th okay yeah Okay. Uh, and then I have a three-gun match coming up this weekend at Chaz. Uh, that'll be on the Saturday. So I really need to dry fire. And I was just talking with Mo about, uh, about dry firing earlier and kind of what we need to do for three-gun for dry firing. Uh, I don't necessarily want to practice like target transitions and, and some of the stuff that you traditionally practice in dry fire for Ipsic and that kind of thing. Instead, I'm going to be practicing quad loading and that kind of thing. So I've got this uh, this chest rig here. I'm going to put that on, take the real shotgun shells out, put the dummy ones in, and practice the quad loading until it's not embarrassing uh, because I haven't shot three guns since sometime last year. I don't know. November, maybe? Did I shoot one in November? I don't know. Last year, anyways. So need to practice that. So I'll be practicing my reloading on the shotgun, practicing quad loading, running from the belt, that kind of thing. I'll practice mag reloads for pistol. And I don't think maybe I'll practice with the rifle a little bit. Maybe I'll just practice the, the, actually I haven't, did I shoot this one in a match yet? I don't think I've shot this setup at a match yet. Oh, Hmm. So I should probably, do some like ramming of magazines and make sure that like over insertion stops are good. And I don't have to kind of worry about anything like that. I have had this rifle out at the range. Uh, I was out the weekend before just to check um, how the accuracy was with Barnall and with my reloads. They're both good. So I know the gun functions. I just want to make sure that the reloads are nice and smooth. 
and the mags fit my belt and all that kind of jazz. So I should probably do that. I'm going to have to do that maybe Thursday night or Friday night. Yeah, I'm going to have to practice, though, because knock off that rust. And I like I, I kind of want like a Gucci shot shell carrier. I've got um, this one. And I've got a couple of like eBay Airsoft knockoff kind of uh, shell caddies. And frequently when I grab, I don't quite grab like a great handful, like they're still kind of loose or broken in my hand. So I kind of want to, I, I kind of want to get something that's Gucci. That's really nice that I don't have to worry about anymore that I can just leave on the belt. And there's a lot of shotgun shells and, and we're not really running stages where I need this many anymore. So I could run a smaller shell caddy on my belt but I want to get something really good. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Safari Land's not selling their shell caddy anymore. No? They had one. Yeah, they had one that they were selling. It was super expensive. And it's, it was just plastic. But I thought it was good. Uh, and I talked to a buddy of mine who had one and been using it. And he's like, nah, actually, it's not that good. I'm like, oh, okay, good. And then um, another buddy of mine uh, bought some of the, uh, bought some knockoff ones. So I was like, ooh, I wonder if those are any good. He said they're not good, but he's going to come by on Thursday or Friday, and we're going to we're going to try them out because I'm curious. Because if there's a if there's an AliExpress version, that's okay. That's the one I'll be using. Shot shell caddies are so expensive. Like to get the Mo, you're you're mentioning there those those expensive ones from England and that kind of thing, like four hundred or five hundred, and that's that's like euro too. So well, pounds that's, now they're not. Yeah, part or, of Europe oh, anymore. that's right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, they're like to get a really, but they're, they've got little, like, rather than just having clips like this, they've got like individual springs on them, yeah, like they're, individual spring tension on them and they're like bent and, uh, they're so great. It's a deluxe, <laughs> but very expensive. So I, did you mention, um, so you have those, those loaded for a stage mm -hmm. and then you have the, the, the loose ones for the, for the make ready, like in a pouch, uh, you preload your shotgun. Uh, for three guns so there'll be a table off the side you load ah. the tube you leave the chamber empty and you need to leave something that holds the bolt back either a chamber flag or a, a shell sideways or something like that okay so you're loaded at actual at the at the table before you get get on stage then there's like there's a safe table on one side and on the other side it's the unsafe table with <laughs> with okay. a loaded tube a loaded tube in your shotgun but chambers chamber because otherwise the the time to the cycle time is insane you think about it for three gun you're getting uh get up to the line okay load make ready your rifle load make ready your shotgun okay and i'm bombing like individual yeah i, I, I can see that shotgun. whereas a pistol it's a lot easier to load one mag in top it up one round and yeah. then you're and then you're ready to go right so yeah imagine doing that times three guns it would be yeah yeah so the, so the way that we save time so. Yeah, way that we save time in three gun is uh, you preload your shotgun, and that's standard. That's standard for for three gunning. Okay, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to this weekend. Oh, I gotta get my kid to practice dry fire too. He's <laughs> going center fire this year for everything. So past years he ran a like a twenty two pistol, twenty gauge shotgun, and a twenty two like a ten twenty two for the rifle, and now he's going to my rifle, my shotgun, and he's gonna run the Glock nine millimeter for uh for pistol because he wants to so yeah tell him to skip out on his math homework and then uh, and just dry fire instead <laughs> no he needs, he needs to practice his math but he also <laughs> needs to dry fire <laughs> so, so 
-hmm. Why does he... We can get the targets that are colors and shapes and numbers. And why don't you just yellow math equations at him and he just needs to actually dry fire at the particular smart, one. smart so you practice your dry fire and your you know math at the same time yeah some good learning the only, there the only problem is he's 15 and now he's doing like equations and stuff factoring so it's it's not an easy one to to put on a, a target but uh yeah that's that's going to be my next couple of days here three gun match practicing for that maple seed and uh, i put out a video on utreon but I didn't like it so i took it down i'm just working on getting so i i didn't like my editor's work on it so my editor's got to do some more editing to it before that one goes up but that's a reloading nine millimeter and 223 utreon only because i'm not putting up reloading videos on uh, on the youtubes anymore hmm. You're that's not. it for me mm -mm, mm -mm. that's it for you mm -hmm. i think they're scared what do you think? Who, Utreon or YouTube? YouTube. YouTube? Mm, yeah. Nah, there's there's no other option. There's like there's businesses that make hundreds of millions of dollars on on it. Like one I of know. like there's a computer channel I like watching that's uh, Linus Tech Tips that just some Canadian guy and they have over a hundred employees. That's yeah, a YouTube I, channel. Yeah, I know that, but I also know that people are changing um, there's a lot of, of people changing <sighs> yeah i, don't think I saw the uh, one of the reasons why is i say that is because i received an email today from youtube saying hey have you forgotten about us no we really? just don't want to do anything with you <laughs> they're pushing shorts right now to compete yeah. with tiktok and instagram and that kind of thing but... well tiktok they're if it's over a minute they pay you more so people huh. are just for you know the next 10 seconds so they get paid more huh mm -hmm. interesting they're trying to compete against they are trying to compete against youtube because a lot of people will be are moving over to tiktok because tiktok doesn't have some of the stuff that youtube won't allow just yeah Patreon. am i gonna bother all these other platforms are eventually going to ban it. So might as well go, go for the one. A lot of these platforms originally were free speech. No, we only ban it if it's illegal. You do fill your boots, do whatever you want yeah. to. The old internet way of like non-censorship, right? Uh, but more recently, they've decided that it's their job to police the internet and be the be the morality yeah. police. So mm -hmm. uh, I, want the, I want the platform. And now we have C11. <sighs> Yeah. I don't even want to look at all the bills that are <laughs> that are coming out. C11's bad. Yeah. They had they had one where they were they almost they they pushed an amendment so you had to like provide ID if you want to watch porn. You have to provide ID that you're over 18. Yeah. Could you imagine? So did you get out your <laughs> gotta crack crack out your credit card? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Send my driver's license to some like video site. <laughs> what site was that, Adriel? <laughs> Many, many sites, many sites. <laughs> Something hub. Um, we will get into, Montreal, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll get into upcoming events. Uh, the Toronto Sportsman Show is this week, uh, Thursday till Sunday at the International Center near Toronto Pearson Airport. The CCFR will be there. Rod will speak on Saturday and Sunday. 
but also the Ontario Council of Shooters will present with a large booth representing a number of shooting organizations. Uh, they will have a shotgun simulator and prizes to win. Come and say hi, bring a friend, sign up for events. That's awesome. And that's from Chris. Hi, Chris. Thank you, Chris. The next one's also from him as well. <laughs> okay, that's uh, the uh, Ontario Rifle Association uh, will be there as well. And uh, Dave, uh, Random Dave from our show, I guess, will be at the booth. So if you want to yep. meet him, go by and say hello. Yep. Sure, be happy to see you. Chris just wants us to let people know if they're interested in if you're a more experienced shooter and you're looking for some long range matches go and check out the ORA or the Ontario Rep Association if you're at the Toronto Sportsman Show uh, go and talk to Random Dave at the ORA table awesome yeah uh, the Chaz, Chaz Women's Day will be April 15th so nope. Def, def, no? no yes. it is oh it is okay Yep. Uh, in the news, uh, the Alberta Farms Act. What if the AB government doesn't allow anyone to be licensed confiscators? Hmm. That would be that's what I, Yeah, that's what I put in there. So um, a couple hours ago, Tony, um, Tracy uh, and Rod put out a video on the Alberta uh, Firearms Act Bill 8. And one of the things that they have in there is like, we reserve the right to license confiscators. And if you per, uh, act as a confiscator inside the province, you have to be licensed by us. And what if they just don't license very many people? I think that's the point, isn't it? <laughs> Any, well, that's, that's, that's what they're speculating as to, right? Yeah. So, yep. It's like authorizations to carry. Uh, they, it, it exists, but nobody gets one. So in Canada, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of using that logic on the uh, back at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a thing, but no one gets it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's one of the interesting things in that uh, in that bit of legislation. There's some more, but I don't know if it's like how how much of it's going to work or not work. So I'm not sure how to get excited about it or not. But so far, some of it looks good. Okay. Uh, the CCFR legal challenge um, is coming up. The dates are set April 11th to 20th, not that far away. CCFR at all versus Canada will be heard in Ottawa. Join, donate, and support the CCFR. You can do that through fire, finance at firearmsrights.ca. You can also go to their website. Uh, in new gun stuff, uh, brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply, like ammo. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. And they have 10% oh, off. Oh, oh. Yeah, I got I got some specific ones. So okay. I just share my Well, I screen. put that in. I put that. Oh, you put this. Oh, you put some extra stuff in. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, I talk did. about Killer's thing. <laughs> then I'll talk about my cooler thing. Oh, I like the cooler too, but I thought this one, it's you get 25% off ammo. We're going to do that. Hello. Oh, what is this? Tell me about it, please. It's Hot Deal Wednesday. So it ends at 11.59 p.m. tonight, Eastern Daylight Time. You get 10% off rifles, 10% okay. off storage, 10 okay. off, 10% off uh, Beachwood KC. So you know, lube and everything. And then you also get to choose for 25% off Winchester ammo. Lube. Okay. Lube. 
Well, this will also be right up your alley. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The loop goes hand in hand with that. Those sites that require ID now. Is that correct? No, it goes right along with these uh, pistols that you use to shoot balls. Uh, Ah, These are uh, ball pistols. Yeah. uh, I saw that too. I saw the cooler and then I saw this. I'm going, which one should we put on? Balls. The ball shooter. (laughs) Okay. It's the Berna. That's Berna, right? Berna pistol. Uh, they are CO2 powered. They are called the kinetic kit. Um, those are just paintballs. Grab detachable five round spare mags, eco kinetic projectiles, less lethal. Oh no, those aren't paintballs. Those would hurt. Water soluble eco kinetic projectiles. They're good for the environment. Yes. You like, you can, you can, shoot your friends with these and it's practical like eco-friendly with no active ingredients cost effective training oh these are paintballs yeah they're paintballs and then you go and shoot somebody with it and you don't have to worry about cleanup because it melts away it's biodegradable it's for everybody who's a snowflake you can get the hard one though the hard one's three grams so you can do the paintball version or the version that like hurts (laughs) Get the mm. one that hurts. Rubber, rubber balls. What, what, what uh, distance will they fire? Because it's uh, it says three hundred feet per second. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's the yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I think we should order a bunch of them and then go out and use them. I do not want the pink one, by the way. You don't want the pink one? No. no. Okay, I'll take the pink one. I'll okay. take the lime green or whatever that is. I'll take the red one. Red is best. I wonder if they run marbles. <laughs> uh, Less lethal. <laughs> it would hurt to get a, a marble at the side of the head, but... Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah that would hurt a lot. All right, mm-hmm. I'll move on to uh, not paintball guns or whatever those things are. Uh, Wild West has... Uh, I don't know how many they have, but they have at least one of the Sterling Arms R18 Mark IIs. Uh, this is that nicer 180 that uh, I don't think they're breaking pistons on these things because they use a different style. Um, yeah, I haven't heard or read anything negative about them. So, other than the price, uh, yes, yes, yep. Uh, let's see here. Tony is mentioning this is a weapon. If you put the marbles in there, maybe. Uh, Magpul has a pre- pretty decently priced uh, PMC uh, 223 so $13.88 for a box of 20 I think this just comes under $0.70 cents each. A little bit nice. more with tax. But that's per, per box of 20 So not bad. That's like that's the going rate for like by the thousand. Very decent priced. Uh, oh, oh, they're still in stock. Okay, good. It showed out of stock for a second there. Um to something that's a little bit less affordable, or maybe so to something that makes that Sterling R18 look like a bargain. Uh, yes. The Ohio Ordinance. Uh, it's a bar. It's a it's a bar, and uh, it's a new production one though. So it uh, looks great. Looks great. Nice and clean. Thirteen grand. Yeah, I'm gonna wait uh, for my tax return. You're gonna wait for your tax return. You gonna get one of those? Yeah. Wow. Is it a maple seed rifle or three gun rifle or squirrels? Squirrels. Got to be squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Looks I'm like just going to sit out on my porch and shoot squirrels out of the maple tree that's in my front yard. 
that I also need a big tripod mount. Can you put one yeah. of those tripod mounts in your living room or, or some, wherever you got your sliding door so that you can shoot out the window or out the door at the squirrels? Tripod mounted, though, for sure. Yes. Excellent. Uh, that's all I really found. Although there was a couple of interesting things that have been coming up recently. Um, there were... BCL emailed me about the um, bison... And they told me that they upgraded all the problems that I had in Gen 1. So the accuracy has been fixed. The um, primer not getting hit hard enough with the firing pin, that's been fixed. They sell a shim that goes in, in behind the spring to give it a little bit more oomph. And the ejection, they went with a dual ejector design. So my buddy that actually owns a rifle is going to mail his in and get all that done. I will report back. Um, Yes, please. To let you guys know what happened with that. Um, the Kodiak Arms, I think it's a K9, the 9 millimeter. Mm. Um, I've been seeing some review, some shooting reviews of those. And some of them were okay. Some of them weren't. They have a good bolt weight. Their bolt weight was like at 1.6 pounds or something like that. Some of the uh, So for a 9 millimeter blowback, you need a pound and a half in whatever bolt or reciprocating mass you, you have. Uh, if it's not a pound and a half, it's like if it, some of them have been quite a bit lighter, uh, you rip cases in half and you do all sorts of other violent stuff. So that mm. part looked fine. Um, yeah, but uh, but we'll we'll read a little bit more about that uh, a little bit uh, later on. Hera Arms WTF bolt gun just released. How come they didn't release it at? Uh, I can't. Is this the Oh, I can't find this one, uh, Mike. So, Mike, send us the link. Is it this? Is it that? Um, is it that rifle that takes the? Uh, well, I don't know. That wasn't Hera. There was another gun that I had seen that uh, takes a side. It's a side loading. I thought it was a semi, though. Maybe it was the Hera. Uh, was it this one? Was it the H six? It might have been the H6. It's really trim. Let me just share my screen here. Uh, it's really trim because the, the magazine is a side loader. So it side loads um, uh, on the left-hand side. And yeah, it's a bolt gun. So it's got a very trim receiver on it. You don't have that uh, mag magwell underneath. And... Yeah, the stock folds on it, and the mag goes in the side, and it's very, very tiny. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd seen that. Uh, I think I saw the firearm blogs uh, review on it, and uh, yeah, it looks pretty weird to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> I don't weird, know. Yeah, but like here in Canada, what do we have for bolties that take AR mags? We've got the. Um, Mossberg, we've got the Ruger, we've got the BCL, uh, and we've got the Renegade. I think that's it. This hmm. thing looks like pretty trim and pretty handy, so maybe it'll be for anyone who doesn't want a semi-auto and or thinks they're going to get banned and wants a bolt action instead. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Up. Very different. Very different. MSRP is 1400 euros. 
so I don't know, like uh, probably like ten or fifteen grand by the time it gets to Canada, right? Uh, sure. Two thousand bucks. Uh, Tony bucks. says Savage One Ten can take AICS mags from Magpul ten rounds. Hmm. Yeah, the, I guess you could go AICS. There's no reason why you wouldn't uh, go that route instead of like a, an AR mag because. Well, AR mags, they're more compact. They're like uh, an AICS mag that holds 10 rounds is going to be bigger than this. I, I think. I think they would be. Maybe I'm wrong. Anywho, that's all the yeah, that's all the new gun stuff I found. Okay. Uh, we will get into listener feedback. We have a few letters this week. Uh, I will start with the first one from Josh. Uh, hello, all. Letters. No, no. Before we go, we yes. have to sing letters. We got letters. We got oh, lots letters. and we lots letter. of letters. <laughs> what ancient show is this from? Is this from like black and white TV or? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need some sort. Of, we need some sort of montage to play too while this is happening. Anyways, uh, I'll continue with the letter letters. We got letters. Uh, from Josh, your, uh, your listeners may remember a couple weeks ago, I received a new Kodiak K9, a 9mm carbine. On the second shot of my very first mag, the gun discharged without being in battery. Shrapnel flew out of the action and the projectile lodged a few inches down the barrel. I contacted Kodiak and after a short phone call, they told me to ship the firearm back and they would cover the freight in both directions. I also sent a bolt assembly from my Gen 1 WK-180C as the charging handle was broken off inside the bolt. This is a recurring issue that they have, they have dealt with many times in the past. I couldn't get this one out. During the two-week period in which they had the firearm, I called multiple times. I unable, I'm unable to connect with anyone by voice and multiple emails requesting to confirm receipt of the firearm had gone, have gone unanswered. They don't have voicemail, which I thought was a little odd for a business and somewhat of an annoyance. Two weeks passed without contact, and I received the gun back via Canada Post. I still haven't had contact with the manufacturer. With the return firearm, they included a sticker and a T-shirt in the box. Admittedly, this was a nice touch, but I would have preferred an open line of communication instead. I, I, I looked the gun over, and all all looked good. So I took it out of the range. Took it out to the range. I set it up on my tripod and pulled the trigger ten times. It functioned perfectly. But then. I removed ben. the gun from the but then cue the music. Um, I removed the gun from the tripod and passed it to a friend. I wasn't about to press my cheek against it, knowing its history. He put in a fresh mag and worked the charging handle. I paused so, to just a your, lot. get your Hold friend on. on it. You're gonna get your friend to do it. Josh. Hey, hey Mike, Here's you try this thing. <laughs> Uh, I paused him at that point and personally pulled on the mag to ensure it was locked in as it had been tricky before. It seemed to be locked tight. He lifted a, he lifted to prone position and pulled the trigger. Click, but no boom. He worked the action and a full shell was ejected. No strike on the primer. He, he released the action and a new shell and entered and he quick, quickly pulled the trigger again. This time it went boom, but, so, but sounded off. Less percussive as not all, all the sound and energy came out of the barrel. The magazine dropped out of the gun without him hitting the mag release. The spent casing did not eject and was and was and still is stuck in the farm. Smoke was billowing out of the action also. It's a very dramatic letter. Uh, obviously, there are still issues with this. Frankly, I don't want a repeat of chasing issues like I have 
done and continue to do with my Gen 1 WK-180. At this point, I just need to return the firearm. Fast forward to today and I've called Kodiak three days in a row and no voicemail. I sent an email this morning asking to return the K-9 and CC-10 to the retailer. I don't expect Tenda to be able to do much as it's more of a manufacturing issue, but I but thought I would keep them in the loop. Anyway, I thought I would keep you up to date and I'll send the next chapter to the saga once it is developed. Thanks. Fates. Um, HL, do you want to do the one from Brett? That's that's troubling. That's a troubling email because uh yeah, we know we know that uh that listener and uh Yep. That sounds that sounds like ah guns should be test fired before they leave the factory. More and if and if it if the gun came back, it should be test fired, I don't know, maybe a couple of mags. Maybe mm-hmm. a couple of mags. Mm-hmm. And I uh, like I, I have hard I have a hard time believing this one was test fired either time because um that first one uh probably would have they would have found it and the second one they would have found it as well. Yeah. I'll take the next one. Okay. From Brett. Hey guys, a couple of uh, episodes ago, you talked about someone's MRA Renegade in a 6mm or 6.5 cartridge. Well, I have one in 6.5 Grendel with a beautiful custom IBI barrel. Ooh. It used to have a 223 REM barrel on it before. Before that, most of these parts were on an Air 15. This is what I've come up with now. I can't wait for deer season to start in 2023. It's a 20-inch barrel pushing 100 and 120 grain TTSX bullets. Love the show from Fort McMurray brett and uh he enclosed a photo and yeah it does look very cool nice did you buy that barrel used brett if you did and if you bought it from a guy in edmonton i almost 100 percent know who sold it to you or if you don't you bought it new i also know who sold it to you (laughs) (laughs) true true (laughs) regardless we know who sold it to you uh but uh yeah, I want it. The the TTSX, I think, is the right move. I would go with the lighter one on that. Uh, so it's copper bullet, right? Copper bullet means you could push it fast. You're not gonna like it's not gonna blow up or anything like that when it impacts the the deer. So why not cheat? Go for faster bullet, flatter trajectory, less recoil, more killing power. You don't need the extra weight. Copper bullet's gonna go through anyways. That's my opinion. I would go light and I would go full of stank and I would smack that deer stank. with some high high speed. Stank. Stank. Okay. And our last letter, um, anonymous, it looks like. I've heard a couple of comments by the host of Slamfire Radio regarding exporting stuff out of the US and perhaps you should do more research and even perhaps dedicate a full episode on the subject. The Good following... Idea. The following is a summary of how it's supposed to work as far as I understand it. The shorter answer is almost everything attached to a firearm is restricted for export out of the U.S. A few things like slings, swivels, scope, sight, rings, mounts are not, but pretty much everything else is. What that means is no matter how small or how cheap a regulated item is, only U.S. exporters with a proper paperwork, example, a U.S. issue permit, can legally export. On top of the exporter needing their permit, every shipment needs a separate license. Kind of like how in Canada to legally own a handgun, the owner needs the license, our pal, and separate certificate for each individual handgun. Now, if a U.S. exporter's shipment is less than $500 and the shipment doesn't include specific parts, uh, example, barrels, cylinders, frames, then the license for that shipment is not required. 
the ex ex exporter still needs to have their export permit regardless of the shipment's value. The $500 exemption is often misunderstood to mean that anyone can export items under that value, but the exemption only applies to the per shipment value of any of any ex of an export by an exporter who also has their export permit paperwork. Some items from the U.S. vendors also cannot be exported out of the U.S. due to licensing agreements by some manufacturers. A manufacturer might, for example, have an agreement with one Canadian importer distributor giving the company exclusive rights in Canada. In this case, U.S. distributors and retailers would not be allowed to export to Canada, but it is a business agreement and not an ITAR issue. That is correct. All of what he said have. is correct. Thank you. Yep. That's when you have uh, Iron Guns bringing in gray market. <laughs> if the price if the price is too differential is too much, oh yeah, gray market that. Yeah. Yeah. So contact the company if you find something in the US, contact them. They'll know if they are able to export to Canada or not and has a lot to do with their export license and if they want to handle the rigmarole. But if they don't, then go to Iron Guns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Well, like the, the big ones, like Brownells does it. Yeah, Brownells, Brownells does export. it all the time. Uh, yeah, Midway won't. Um, no, they don't. Cajun gun parts won't. Cajun's like, nah, Canada? Mm. Not worth the... Why would we even bother? They, 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 so to get Cajun parts in Canada, you have to go through their distributor, and then their distributor will get stuff in. Wild West uh, brings brings in Cajun gun parts. but mm -hmm. yeah. uh, We have a couple of questions from, from live. Um Tony asks, is it legal to bring back reloading equipment from the U.S., like dyes, not components? Mm. Sorry, I was reading comments. Is it no legal idea. to bring back dyes and components? Yeah, reloading, not components, reloading equipment. Just dyes yeah. and like presses and stuff. I'd imagine it would be. They're yeah. not attached to a gun. It's not a gun part or anything like that. Hmm. Yeah. I'd imagine it wouldn't be, but I don't know. And then we have another question from everyone's asking about Kelly to <laughs> do stuff. So now that the show's not on uh, now on Wednesday, am I able to? Uh, Ross wants to, Ross wants to know if I'm able to go to Skeet Night Wednesday night and still make the show. Yes, because we're doing it at eight o'clock. I can shoot at five and then make the show. And then Patrick, yes, now that we're not doing it on. Thursdays, I can probably make the if sick. Yeah, practice Kelly, you're going to be at the Thursdays. range a lot. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. so your your house is basically just for your dogs, then, right? That is correct. Ah, <laughs> lonely, lonely dogs that never see mom. No, that's why I have two. <laughs> we you did just have to teach them how to open up the door and go to the bathroom outside and then close the door on their way back in. <laughs> yeah, and self feeder just step on the button and it'll feed them. It's timed. Perfect. Timed. Yep. Automatic timed. Yeah. Um, like I, I haven't talked about it, but on I'm gonna be doing the Thursday night fun shoots at Sherwood Park. Because yeah. I could do those now. Now that you're available. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're kind of like a variety shoot. They do like Sometimes they do Ipsic kind of shooting. Sometimes they do three guns. Sometimes they do rimfire race guns. Yeah, All we've been talking about it for a while, and a lot of people were asking, why? Why are you changing? It's been around for literally 10 years. That's how long the show. April 18th, 2013 is when Slamfire Radio started. Yeah, 10 years and almost 500 episodes. Yeah. So why are you changing it? Well, to shoot more. To shoot more. 
I, I for me it was about watching Thursday night football, but I didn't really have to <laughs> mention that. <laughs> nice. All yeah, right. Lee does ship to Canada from the U.S. Oh yeah, I've got stuff from Lee. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yes, dies okay. Hi Jay. Okay. Just uh, Adriel, did we have any uh, YouTube comments? Oh, we always have YouTube comments. Oh, let you me guess. That. Is it about the? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, first one is on the Gersan MC three twelve. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> Hello from Sangudo. I have the Gersan MC three twelve walnut stock model. I was wondering if you or any of your subscribers know where to get a replacement walnut foreign stock for my Gersan. Mine was shipped to be damaged. Great video. Thanks for uploading. That person mm. commented on my video on the Gersan with the same thing. So he's very desperate to find a stock. And I don't know where in the Sangudas in the US, right? Yeah. Nah. Must be. Nah. Must be. Uh, nah. Next know. one. Hi, Chris. Tony, Tony has uh, got a couple of comments on there. He's mentioning that Federal Auto Match is decent, reliable stuff, much better than Winchester Bulk 22. Oh, you know what I found? I was on the Reddit for Appleseed and someone had shot their 1022s and they were getting like eight MOA at 50 yards from like a factory barrel. And they were trying to say that um, you need a better what? barrel if you if you want better than eight MOA from your Ruger 1022. Eight I, MOA? Yeah, eight. Eight MOA. Eight? That's ridiculous. Yes. And they were at an Appleseed? I'd like to understand who is actually doing the Appleseed because I want to go down there and say what the hell <laughs> eight moa yeah. too much too much At no 50? like uh what's what's your experience benched um i get like an inch at uh at 50 yards with it with it like a factory 1022 like an inch at 25 they're like half inch all day long yeah yeah it's not fantastic accuracy but uh no, but yeah, you should get two moa from them easy mm-hmm Eight MOA. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Um, sorry, Tony's comment just reminded me of that. Uh, what else we got here? Why not three gun at Phoenix first and then go to go back to New Mexico later? That's what he was mentioning for Kyle. I imagine it was work related. And he was asking, maybe see in the Calgary area soon. I know it's quite a drive for you, Tony. I've got. I'm going down to <laughs> Kananaskis. I'm booking dates, man. We're I'll, I'll be down there. July fifteenth. So. July 15th. Yeah, what so if, you if remember... they want all the MOA? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. Uh, let's see. Other other things. Gersan review and testing. I enjoyed the show. New subscriber from Vancouver. That per- same person bought a Gersan today. They love it. Wouldn't cycle with me, but when I put slugs in, it cycled very well. You need to break it in with 50 rounds plus. Then it should be okay. <laughs> Loves buckshot rounds. Great demo. Fast shooting. Love it. You know, uh, what, I, you know what I would say? Sorry. Go back. You know what I would say about the 8 MOA and a drown out of an airplane? I say you need to come to Maple Street because we shoot much better than you guys do. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> they shot benched too. They got that with bench. Oh, oh dear. I, I'm looking. I'm on Reddit right now and I'm trying to find it. Sorry. Well, on the our apple seed. Our yeah, apple I'm seed there. Floor. Yeah. Uh, RS was saying, uh, need help. This or the Dominion Arms Backpacker between the Charles Daly 101 or the Dominion Arms. I think the Dominion should be better quality, right? 
I would think and so. Yen should be better quality, but the Pearl's Dally is like 120 bucks. Oh, what did I pay for those? 150 maybe? Something like that. Uh, Adam was saying, Mo, I've heard cleaning your voodoo with Ronsonol lighter fluid will help with freezing. To get the oil out, probably. If you use Ronsonol, it'll like take all the oil right out of there. Okay, well, last time I had it nice and dry, I didn't have issues, but as I mentioned, there were a couple of other things I did, plus the weather was nice. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, this weekend, it shouldn't be shouldn't be freezing either, so. But... I'm giving you a like cup on your comment, by the way. <laughs> I forget what I put for my comment. Uh, you're talking about uh, poor bulk ammo performances coming down to mixing brands and using awful bulk ammo. Eh, bucket of bullets. Bucket well, he said he used Winchester and uh, Blue Box. And some Blue Box is terrible. It is. Some. But it's not MOA. Yeah. Hey, MOA. Just saying. I got... Uh, I got six MOA out of a bolt gun with some federal blue box out of a Ruger. Uh, what's the Ruger precision? The little 22. It's a Ruger precision, right? RPR rimfire Ruger precision rimfire. I got six mm -hmm. MOA yeah. with, with federal blue box out of that thing. And like a humongous scope. It was like, it was wild. Every time I pulled the trigger, I was watching through the scope. I'm like, what the hell over there? No run the bolt, pull the trigger. Boom. It's like a completely different area of the map. It's, it was wild. How bad was it, it was. the ammo or was it your scope though? It was the combo. No, no, no. The, the rifle did not like that ammo. Everything else was no. fine. Just that one type of that, ammo. It just that one hated. brand. Yeah. Yeah. It, Ruger doesn't really like Federal Blue Box. Oh, mine doesn't. Not that I one. Hates it. Nope. Be nice uh, to Appleseed Al friends. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of comments tonight. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Chris, that's true. Song, right? Yeah. I'm going to see. Uh, okay. I was going to say that at the end of the month, I'm going down to Michigan and I'll be seeing all of my apple seed friends. So I guess I do have to be nice. You have to have 50 MOA maple seed average. Oh, gosh. No, we'll use uh, pellet guns and air guns. That's what we'll use. Lawn darts. Lawn darts. Those are deadly. <laughs> Alex mentions, uh, I got a WK-180C Gen 1. It's pretty nice for what it was for. That uh, was in relation to the air cope guns uh, episode mm -hmm. we put out. Ustock uh -huh. uh, mentioned, you forgot to mention the Templar has a much beefier mid-length piston to help resist snapping of the piston and provide a smoother recoil impulse. They're also taking pre-orders for an expensive semi-auto 308 version. The Siberian uses a more resilient two-piece piston with a much shorter step-down portion just in the receiver. The trade-off is you have to remove the gas block to get the piston for cleaning. Manual recommended every for every 1,500 rounds. So every 1,500 rounds, you have a pain in the ass disassembly to do on yeah. the uh, Siberian. Sounds like it. That's if you follow the manual, though. And, like, who does that? Self-cleaning gas pit. Don't, don't clean it until you need to, until it's, like, jamming on you, costing yeah. you matches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wilfred mentions same episode on the AR Cope guns. Uh, Wilfred mentions also, I was, oh, that, that's the second comment. I'm going to go to the first comment he's got here. Uh, speaking of International Women's Day, sailing and shooting are the only two sports I know of where women compete directly against men and regularly win. Yeah. Uh, the, 
the king of two miles was won this year by a woman and uh, three of the top 10 were women. Kristen new is leading the golden globe with a very favorable position. As I write this yet, the liberal government has banned the rifle used in the king of two miles competition and added significant taxes to the boats used for comp- uh, com- competitive sailing. Words are cheap. Anything the liberals say regarding women's equality is nothing more than virtue signaling. They don't care one iota about women's rights. Also, I was that applies to everything they say, but yeah, that's coming to it's coming home right now with the uh, filibustering they're doing to avoid, like just to try to stop some of the uh, stuff that's going on. That's going to sink them. Wilfred continues. Also, I was confused while Kelly was talking. I was trying to figure out which of my dogs was whining. Uh, let my nine-month-old out to pee. Came back inside. I could still hear the whining. Yeah, it wasn't my dogs. <laughs> it was mine whining to get outside. I've separated them. It's much quieter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. all the uh, that's all the comments from YouTube. That's good. Good stuff. Lots of comments. Uh, if you go to our website. Uh, slamfireradio.com you'll find a Cabela's link if you make a purchase through uh, the link um, you will be supporting the show and we really appreciate it yep. you can also you can also support the show through Patreon and Utreon if you'd like to email the show and have us read us your letter live you can do so at slamfireradio at gmail.com I think, uh, I think we covered everything there was lots of good comments tonight so mm-hmm yeah. And uh, does anyone have a shout out, Kelly? I have shout outs to the ladies that joined me on the line this past weekend. I also have a shout out to. Um, I was thinking about somebody today. I don't know. Move on. <laughs> Next. Next. Pedro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got a shout out, um, Mark uh, at uh, Sherwood Park. He's uh, had a great, effective meeting where we all went through the different stuff we needed to for the year. So that was fantastic. And one to Scott from Chaz for uh, getting my Maple Seed events like straight up into the calendar, lickety split. So it just makes it so much easier to run this stuff when you got so many great people that are uh, helping out. And mine is to all my new friends in the Rimfire Precision world. Uh, We're in a little chat group, and uh, there's lots of good info in there and lots of shenanigans, too, which always makes it fun. And uh, that's that. Um, Well, I lost lost track of where I was. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) We're doing doing a short show tonight. Wait, are we starting over again? What's happening? Anyways, we, uh, you forgot the main topic. I was going to try to get through it without mentioning there was no main topic to try to be subtle about it, but thank you. Uh, thank you. I don't do subtle. No, no that's subtle is a sledgehammer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I heard hey. I was going to give a shout out, but it wasn't really a shout out. It was a recommendation. Remember when uh, we had the, um, yeah. the host of the Everyday Marksman on? Yes. Remember that? Yes. Well, he did. This week's show was really good. So it was. Uh, did we ever have Waco Tactical Fitness on? I think we did. It was after I went to Texas. We brought them on. It was about doing. Oh, yeah, because Trevor didn't want to run. Remember? Yeah, we had him. Okay. So he had the guys on from Waco Tech. 
tactical fitness on and they were talking about running and gunning exactly that running and gunning doing the obstacle courses you know 5k 10k 25k runs and then going and shooting and uh i love both organization i love everyday uh everyday marksman and then i love uh, waco tactical fitness as well i wanted i would really like to go back down there and take part in that so that's my shout out but also okay. go and check them out okay uh, HRL, okay. do you have a second shout out or recommendation? <laughs> Round two. No, well, I it was like, oh yeah, I remember now. Uh, so I totally threw you off track. You were back on where you know, check us out on Gunners Canada. Go give us a like on Facebook. Oh, Jar uh, Jared's back. <laughs> hey, Jared. Hey, Jared. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, and back to the end, as they say. Uh, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. I did that already. <laughs> who's who's the lead host tonight? <laughs> you not see the name tag on my? Oh wait, never mind. Uh, You're telling me to stay in my lane. Did did you mention the join the CCFR? Or should I? Nope, not yet. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, join the CCFR and see you next week. Hello, everyone. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.